Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. <sighs> Normally, uh, the show would open with me opening a beer. I'm a little bit into my first beer, you know, I like to split a six-pack with the listener of the show, but uh, we are in uh, Studio B as opposed to Studio A, which is where we normally record this. And, uh, there were some technical, technical difficulties. This is Notes of a Goon, episode 82. I'm your host, uh, Chris Vega, Chris from Brooklyn. Um, you know, I'm halfway into this beer. It feels very strange. Um, you know, it's my own personal 9-11, what's happening right now. You know, it's a tragedy. Um, we had to restart the show. We were really, we were riffing. We were going, we were going fast. We were going hard. Um, yeah, I'm joined by my, uh, I suppose, stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. I'm, I'm uh, feeling very stalwart right now, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first of all, uh, the five minutes we recorded in the uh, uh, previous, well, I guess we didn't record, but we had. We 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 did five minutes of show. So we recorded it. You, if anyone is an expert lip reader, uh, you can you can oh. go in. Oh, that'd be bonus content. Take a look and 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 try to you know decipher what was yeah, we, said in that time. If we have any deaf listeners, we'll right. send you the video for that five minutes. Um, I have no audio for it for this audio medium. Yes. Um, Might be. Now, uh, uh, it was the second time you let me down, Mike, because you, you didn't have your column ready. Okay, so what had happened was... No, 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 for listeners who, who might not have listened last week. Now, Mike is supposed to be becoming a syndicated columnist to earn the respect of his father, who only pr respects print journalism. He doesn't respect anything else. He's supposed to overtake his brother as the favorite son by becoming a syndicated columnist. We decided this last week that we were going to have six advice columns from Mike. Now, we got one... And then what had happened was? Uh, so I was going to write a column on procrastination, but I figured I really had to get in there, right? And like it, mm -hmm. it, do my, 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 my due diligence, <laughs> my research. Mm -hmm. So I had to procrastinate mm -hmm. so as to 
you know, now I'm going to have, bro, the, the column I'm going to have on procrastinating next week. But you, I, I need you to understand something, Mike. The way procrastination works is that you wait to the last possible minute mm-hmm. and then do the thing mm-hmm. under the deadline. So wouldn't you say the last possible minute is sometime next week? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's as last possible as it gets, because any longer you'll get bored of this bit and never bring it up again. That's not true. <laughs> we'll bring it up every week until we have a full syndication packet for Mike. Do you want to be my like? Do you do you want to be like my 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 writing manager? Like, is that the is that the goal yeah, here? That's it. Yeah. This is a pivot from stand-up comedian to now manager of uh, people in, with prose. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I might start my own publishing company at some point. Okay. It seems like something I would do. Mark Random House? Solid, Mike. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> <laughs> now, Mike, you wanted to talk about compulsive liars this week. I did. Now, the reason why, uh, uh, just in general, uh, now, you, you asked me not to throw this person under the bus, but I'm just going to do that. Uh, Justin Silver tried to force me to lie to you Saturday night. Correct? Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't try to force you. He just suggested, suggested it. Suggested like I lie to you. The... Now, you did not tell me that you had heard him say that, but you did try to goad me into the lie. I tried to. I just know because I wanted to see. If I would lie to you. Yeah. I was like, I processed <clears> for a second. I was like, okay, I'm not actually, I'm not upset with Chris over the suggestion that Chris should lie to me. Right. But well, you would have been. Ab- I'm upset, upset that I'm put in a position now where, where, uh, like, my well, friend just explain would what be happened. Incentivized to Expl- lie to me. Explain what happened. Okay. Well, I wasn't incentivized to lie to you. I was just asked to lie to you. I didn't. Th- I didn't see the incentive. But go ahead. Uh, so there was a. I had you like uh, later on your your spot time for Brooklyn Comedy Club, mm-hmm. um, and you wanted to go up earlier. I guess you wanted to go back. I had to park. wake up and start my publishing house. Well, yeah, sure. We were also supposed to, I, in my mind, we were supposed to meet here for a show on Sunday, but you know. Um, but mm-hmm. the, uh, anyway, I, you know, you want to get out of there to go on and do whatever you wanted to do, right? So I hear Justin through the curtain. Just say, would you say what it was? Say, oh, I wanted yeah. to go, we were, I was hanging out at Caroline's for Big J Okerson show, right? Yes. We left, me and Justin left because we had spots at your club. And we, the original plan was we were going to go back to Caroline's and then hang out with people over there. But we ended up waiting at the club anyway, and we went across the bridge, and everybody was over at Joey Rose's sandwich shop slash bar. Fun. Uh, it was fun. It was a great night. A bunch of people from Gas came and hung out. Uh, we had a good time. And, uh, uh, but basically, when I got there, I was, uh, J- my, Justin was first, and I was last. And I just basically said, I go, I'm just going to ask Mike to go up earlier. And Justin says... Just tell me you have a spot on Jay's show. And I was like, I don't have to tell Mike that I just want to go get drunk with our friends. He has no problem. There's other people here that don't mind going up later in the show that were actively smoking weed in the basement. Yeah. Right? That's accurate? Yeah. So uh, now I go, hey, can I go up a little earlier? And you go, what, do you have a spot on Jay's show? And I go, no, I just want to go up earlier. So I go hang out with our friends. And uh, you looked at me and go, why'd Justin tell you to say that? I was like, I don't know, because he's fucking Jewish. What do you want me to tell him? I just don't understand that as like a... As a default? Yeah. Like just going for like... It's an unnecessary lie. Like sometimes... like the <sighs> Telling the unnecessary lie is like... 
I'll never get it. Because it wasn't even the path of, path of least resistance. I knew if you could get me up early, you would. And if you were just like, hey, I really can't, here's why, I would just have to eat it and deal with it. That's just how that goes. Right? Right. So it's like, yeah, I kind of also don't get why anybody would need to lie. I've known some compulsive liars in my time. Have you ever known like a true, com- like a true pathological compulsive liar? I mean, I'm starting to think. You think Justin? Uh, and now you and Justin are pretty. We're pretty tight at one point. We still are, and that's why. Like, I th- that's what is blowing my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why your default was somebody who I'm genuinely friends with, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who like I'm I'm in this industry not just because we work together, but like someone who I do consider a friend. Mm-hmm. His his instinct would be to lie to me. I think because we were in a work situation, it's justifiable to him. I don't think he's a completely pathological liar. I knew a kid in high school who would make up such insane lies, like literally said he sold guns and showed up to school with a hockey bag, clearly full of hockey equipment. <laughs> And said said was it was gu- full of guns, <gasps> and I said, let me see the guns, I'll buy one. And he goes, I can't pull out a bunch of guns in school. And I was like, Columbine just happened, dude. You totally can pull out <laughs> a bunch of guns in school. <laughs> like, it's in logic. vogue at this point. Hmm. Now, this was a guy who literally, like, we didn't believe that his, he he made up a lie that his father beat him, which was clearly untrue. Like it's like that's such a weird one. He, he he said he had a BMW. His dad had a BMW that he would regularly steal. I was like, well, if your dad's beating you, first of all, you'd think you'd pull out one of those guns. Second of all, if you were scared of your dad beating you, you probably wouldn't be stealing his car on a regular basis. Third of all, none of us has ever seen your car, but it was like compo- it was like all the time. He would like say, and we hung out at this kid's house, like in his basement. He had like he was one of those kids that had like a full separate floor from his parents. In like a you know in like a so row you, house, you'd be at his house all the time, but the car wouldn't be there. There's never no, there's never a BMW there. His mom drove a fucking Windstar, like it was insane. It was like ridiculous, and the kid had a nice life. There was no reason to tell these lies, and we we would just be there, and it was just like so. Finally, like he would make up these crazy lies that involved like me and like some of our friends, and like people were coming up to us and saying shit. About like fights we didn't get into. And I was like, I literally looked at my buddy Mario once and I go, we're going to get in trouble. We've got to talk to this kid because he's saying we're doing things. And, you know, it's high school. I always had drugs on me. (laughs) So if I get searched because this idiot said I hit somebody in the face with a lead pipe. Like fair. That's a reasonable. That's a reasonable. And I get caught with 20 hits of acid. I'm going to jail. Sure. Um, So. We go to his house on a Friday night. We go, hey, man, uh, we come over and have some beers? He goes, yeah, sure, come by. I'm hanging out. So we go by, and we go, hey, look, we got to talk to you about the lying. And this kid freaks out. He goes, what do you mean, lying? And I go, the fact that you're constantly lying all the time. Like, we know you're lying. He's like, I've never lied about anything. And we just, like, outlined all the lies. Like, this kid literally said he trained a box, and my buddy Rob once dropped him with a body shot two seconds into bare-knuckle boxing him. Like, he pissed blood for two days, this kid. Just dropped him with a kidney shot. Like, no guard, nothing. Had reach on the kid, Rob. Insane. Like, 
and we go, look, dude, you're talking a lot of shit, and it's fake, and you're you're incorporating the two of us in your lies. We're gonna get in trouble. Also, it's just making you look bad. Like everybody knows, like the entire school knows that you're just a liar. And so he he throws a fit. He throws us out of his house. I get to school on Monday. I, I, I typically used to stroll into school around 11 in the morning. And so I stroll in, and uh, 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 first thing that happens to me is a friend of mine, girl comes up to me and goes, hey, did you and Mario get hammered drunk and just show up to Frank's house and start breaking things? And I was like, well, we are want to do some vandalism. We would never just show up to a friend's house. And start breaking things drunkenly. That makes no sense. And this girl goes, yeah, I didn't think you did. And I go, is he telling everyone in the, sc- like, in the school who will listen that we just showed up at his house drunk and started randomly breaking his furniture? And she goes, yeah, that's pretty much what he said. He said you walked into his house and you guys immediately picked up his coffee table and threw it against a wall. And I was like... Well, that's insane. But, like, that's how, like, that's the thing about a compulsive liar is he knew we were going to come in and go, well, we tried to call him on his lies. And he completely uh, uh, spazzed out and couldn't take it. So he went and made, that was the best lie he can come up with because that's the thing about compulsions. It's not always good behavior. So that's also why I think probably Justin... Maybe he is a compulsive liar because that's why he was just like, yeah, just say this bad lie. Like, think about it this way. We were on an 11 o'clock show. Is there a midnight show at Caroline's that I don't know about? A. B, you are telling me that you would leave a Big J show at Caroline's. I know you, right? I know how much you would be anxiety-ridden over that spot, right? How much you would... There is not a chance in hell... If I had a spot on J show, I would have came to your club first to get the jitters out on a spot. Maybe. Maybe. 100% that's what I would have done. Well, you would have hit me up and been like, hey, man, there's no way I can make the 11. Yeah, can I do rare? Can I do a five? Can I do five minutes on the 930? Here's why. Right. Exactly what I would do. That's how the conversation would have gone down if there was even a chance of you getting a spot on Jay's show. Yes. So I knew that wasn't true to begin with. So it was an insane thing. Like it was insane from the start. Well, yeah. But even if you were somebody that wasn't my friend, I wouldn't tell that lie because I would never tell that bad of a lie. It's wild. But the the other side of it, the other side of it is like, you know, like the the like now I have the question, right? After seeing that behavior, mm-hmm. what why do I now have to like now you have to question everything that happens I, with your friend. For for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like that's just gonna pop up in my head. And it's like why why introduce that level of doubt for no reason? I mean, yeah. Bronx Johnny's a person who says insane things. Mm-hmm. And I've literally had to Talk to his brothers, and uh, uh, they've been like, yeah, he's full of shit. That never happened. And I have to then bring it up to him that I asked his brothers, and his he's actually the best one. Because he'll just go, ah, man, you knew I was lying. You knew I was lying is the best lie to get away with lying. Right? Right. Like, you know I was lying is absolutely the best lie to get... Ah, man, I knew you knew I was lying is the best lie to then get away with a lie. For sure. 
Yeah, because you can't really prove it. That's also a good way to know somebody's if if you ever call somebody on like toxic ass behavior, right? Uh huh. And they go, "You can't prove that." Instead of, "Dude, I would never do that." They are 100% doing the thing that you're accusing them of yeah, doing. Yeah, they just admitted to it. They're just gaslighting you. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you've known people who have done that, and you're like, that's a friend you immediately cut out of your life. I, literally, Alex did this to me for no reason the other you day. You should break up with her, or at least start hitting her. You're right. She would, she, I would not get that behavior if I hit her more. Yeah. I mean, Valentine's Day is over, baby. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. That yeah. should have been the last part of my Valentine's Day. Wait, what did she do? Day. Uh, no, she, so we were watching Rick and Morty, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, the, this, this seems like not a reason for that to come up. <laughs> there's a, there's an, a, in you this, know, I'm actually friends with Jaguar in real life. In this episode, there's characters named Michael and Pykel. Okay. Right. And she, uh, she just like randomly called me Pykel. Like right after we watched it, she's like, all right, Pykel. At least she didn't call you Pikey. You wouldn't like that at all. And I, yes, I would be very mad if she called me. Pikey. Uh, yes, a Pikey. Um, no, so I asked her, I was like, did you just call me Pykel? And she swore up and down that she did not. And I was like, what, like, what, why in God's name are you lying? Like, I know what I fucking heard. That's so weird. And she just stood there being like, no, I didn't. You're you're so crazy. You're so stupid. Yeah, you have no clue. God, you you have a little dick. (laughs) No, she didn't go that far. (laughs) She saved that for later. Oh, nice. (laughs) She's spitting on your face? Uh Uh-huh. Nice. I like the way you guys get down. It's weird. I, you are actually like somewhat. I told you a story. I told you like a very Hoodville story the other day, uh-huh. and you were like, "Oh yeah, all right, that makes me proud." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm into that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I well, I, I've told you. Sometimes you just see. Here's it's funnier if she just leans into it. I t- I've told you the story about I was like hooking up with this girl, who and I just I brain farted on. I had been fucking her for like six months. Okay, and I just. Completely brain fart, sitting next to her in front of a bunch of people, brain farted on this girl's name, and I was just like, "What the fuck is your name again, Carol?" And she just started punching me, but I knew I was wrong, and my brain would reset in a second, and I would get it. But I knew if I said it, it would be the funniest possible thing. And I just go, "What the fuck is your name again, Carol?" And she just started punching me because it was clearly in earnest, reasonably so. Yeah, yeah, sure. I should just wait it. But it was so fucking funny. I understand. That's how much of not a liar I am. Dude, there was also, there's this kid Tron I used to hang out with that everybody used to make fun of, right? Yeah, the fucking, uh, was he not the the kid from Lockup? Lockup? Yeah, when you when you were like in a holding cell and some kid was like, you in a gang? No, no, that was a different kid. Okay. Um, I thought that was Tron. No, 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 this kid Tron. So, and then people were making fun of him and then there was this joke because he used to like mumble all and he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, somebody goes, uh, go, uh, uh, how did Tron cross the road? Yeah. And it was just very funny when we were like kids and we were high all the time. And I just go, I felt bad about it. So I go, hey, Tron, how'd you cross the road? The next, like literally as soon as I saw him. And I just did it. And he was just like, man, it's fucked up. I was like, I mean, it would be way worse. These guys were talking behind your back. <laughs> I literally threw everyone under the bus. That's kind of a bitch move. Um, Actually, no. I was a true friend. Hmm. Because I told now, him. Now, when everybody's ripping on somebody behind their back, you can't. You can't just. You can't just rip that bandaid off. That's crazy. I, I think he legitimately just goes. Yeah, Chris is just an asshole. I don't even think he looked at anybody else as being an asshole. Hmm. But 
I don't feel like it's okay to make fun of people behind their backs. I think it's completely, uh, it's unnecessary. I would rather just say some shit to your face and hopefully you get mad and uh, hate me. I don't care. Uh, talk behind your back, so there's no thanks. So now, so how do you approach Justin now from here on out? Well, it's like, it's weird because like last week, all right, so for instance, last week he was like, uh, he's like, yo, I, I got to miss this spot tonight. I like fucked my ankle up. And he sent me multiple pictures of his fucked up ankle. His ankle is fucked up. I understand that, right? But my reaction when he first sent me the pictures was like, Justin, why would you send me these pictures? Like, if you tell me your ankle's fucked up, like, I'm going to trust that. Oh, you're you're assuming that since he's lied to you so many times, he knows he's lied to you so many times, that he now has to send proof? Is that what you're thinking? I, I mean, that seems like that's where he's at. And it's like, I didn't process it until I caught him lying through somebody. Like, Also, I just don't appreciate how bad he's making the Jews look. What do you mean? I mean, you know, it's not exactly good to be doing that sort of thing if you're Jewish. I mean, that's, you know, if if we're going to hold Justin's faults against the people of Israel, then, you know, sure. the, the list does not start with lying. Fair. But I, I just, it's like, that's the weird thing about it to me is like, all right, now I'm going to start looking at these things where it used to be like, Justin, knock it off. Of course, I trust you. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, he's probably not lying this time. So... So now you're gonna you're gonna make him send you pictures about everything that he has an excuse I'm, about. I'm good. I just don't. You I'm, should start asking for pictures of like small things. He's like, "Hey, I'm running late. The train's not here." But like, picture. Just keep sending him pictures. Picture it's not real. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking this really hot chick. Like, I need to see a picture of her pussy right now. Uh, and she's better be holding today's newspaper. I mean, honestly, like if that's if that's what you're gonna. But it's like, it's also, these are like benevolent lies. Like, people miss spots all the time. Of course. There's, you can't throw a rock without hitting a, a comedian in New York City. You just get somebody else to come in. Right, which is why I don't sweat it. But it's like, that 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 is just mind-boggling to me. Like, with the, like, especially, like, if it's so low stakes, why is this the time you choose to not be truthful? I kind of get, I kind of actually do get it sometimes, though. It's like, if you ask somebody for a thing, like, you ever been late to meet the same person four times? Uh, wait, what? You ever been meet this to, like late to meet the same person a few times in a row? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah. the fourth time, like even though it's like you, you know you're just procrastinating, maybe there was something happened the first time and you just apologized, but you didn't use the excuse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you just like apologize again, and then you're just finally like, all right, I'm going to use those first actual two things that happened. You know <laughs> what I mean? Third because, one. Yeah, because I, you know. I just took the heat and was like, I'm very, very sorry. First round's on me or whatever it is. Like, he's like, well, I just took the heat on those two. Uh, even though this time I kind of just shouldn't have jerked off before I left the house. I'm going to use one of the excuses from the other times. I think that's fair. Sure. Right? Yes. Okay. So how do we solve this? Do we just kill Justin and murder him? I, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Yeah, that seems excessive. Yeah, maybe just a bit. You, are you going to call him on one of these things next time? What do you mean call him on it? Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt he's listening to the show. Okay. So, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Just be like, hey, Justin, why are you telling Chris to lie to me? Are you going to do that? Probably not, honestly. Because mm. it's know, like, you know, Mike, maybe I need to write an advice column for you. I Honestly, that just makes the whole thing even more awkward and be like, all right, now you're going to tell me you weren't lying? You're saying what I did with that kid Frank wasn't a good idea? No. Yeah, we weren't friends again after that. <laughs> He still tries to be my friend sometimes, though, and it's weird because he's like he like added me on Facebook like six months ago, and I haven't accepted a friend request on Facebook in like four years. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not doing that. It's not in that game, dude. Yeah, sorry, dude. Check it every once in a while for like. I'm like, all right, is there any hot chicks with birthdays? Really? Is that what you're checking Facebook for? I mean, it's like, yo, there's a hot chick, right? And it's her birthday. Now I got to pass to slide into her DMs. Who? D- no, you can't just sl- DM slide for a birthday, a Facebook I, birthday wish. I have a hundred. You can send a. You can send a text if you happen to already have the girl's number. You can send a text. DM slide on the birthday. Ten of ten will do. Really? If you are hot and I can even, if I even have a, a, an inkling that you're single, uh huh. Yes, I'm DMing you to be like, "Happy birthday, girl! Long time no see. How you been?" Oh shit! Oh, because you're starting the convo. It's not just a happy birthday. You're asking for something, and you're a, you're asking for a reply. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, yes, I'm just. It's just an excuse for me to slide. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it'll be like. So I mean, really, you Facebook con- or like Snapchat memories or birthdays. Those are the only two reasons you have to slide into the DMs of a chick who like otherwise you wouldn't be sliding into DMs mm-hmm. of. Mm. Uh, you you want to hear you want to hear the move? Okay. I'm going to throw this out there right now. Let's say you want to talk to a chick you haven't talked to in a while. You found out she's single. Mm-hmm. You just send a jumble text. And you send like three of them in like a, in succession. Right? This is, if you want more advice, ask the goon at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, uh, but you, you send a couple of jumble texts. And you go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I pocket texted you a few times. I don't even know how that happened. Very sorry. And then when she goes, oh, don't worry, it's fine. Like, oh, how have you been anyway? And then she's inevitably going to be like, I broke up with blah, blah, blah. And then uh, boom, smash it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That's super devious. I don't know. I like to be... I Here's the thing. If I know somebody just broke up, I'm straight up hitting them up being like, you looking for a rebound dick? Mm. I will just put it out there. Mm. I mean, like, yo, you know what would really piss them off? I'll straight up tell girls, be like, yo... You know what it really pissed the dude off? She fucked me right after you guys broke up. Damn, dude. Like, I'm fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a face where it's like, you let him fuck you? Dude, that is always kind of the best thing. You're hooking up with a chick and some dude's just like, this guy? You're like, yes. Right? I fucking hate you. <laughs> dude, that's happened to me. Like, f- Dude, that happened to me with a kid who was so shitty to me in high school. But it was like, no reason to be shitty to me. He just like, didn't like me. Sure. And then he was, like, obsessed with my homegirl's cousin. And the first time I meet this girl, she just starts making out with me in this bar. Yes. And she's like, oh, I'm going to stay here for a while. And she's like, with this fucking dude? And I was like, it was, like, after high school. I was like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> like, we're not still in high school. I can just hit you. You know, you can't just go tell on me. Like, <laughs> oh, but that was pretty. Yo, I love that. That's great. Good job, Mike. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely playing. Like, every woman wants to fuck a guy that will piss off. Mm-hmm. The guy they were just dating. Yeah. I've de- like, definitely a few chicks break up. Like, if a girl that I know breaks up with, like, a nerdy black dude. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> you know you know where I'm going with this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, My favorite is the fucking, like, yo, the sensitive fucking, like, you know, the, the male feminist. Whenever a chick breaks up oh, with a male feminist. I'll get that call, too. Right? I love getting that call. <sighs> oh, it's so fun. Yeah. Just yeah, he's just like he's like, oh, you haven't been choked in a while, have you? <laughs> oh, ladies, you're great. Moving on, Mike. Can I have some sort of Ukraine music, please? Hmm. Um, so things have developed in the Ukraine. 
Even today, we're recording this on Monday, and uh, just give me some uns uns techno. I think for the Ukraine. Bring it down a little. All right. So we're gonna fist bump our way through this. So a lot's come the up. Ukraine looks beautiful, by the way, doggy. Oh, Pete, let me see. Oh, nice. How great does the Ukraine look? This just says Ukrainian music and is clearly a beach not in the Ukraine. That's not in the Ukraine? That looks like it's in the Ukraine. Certainly. I'm just saying, yo, if that's what's in the Ukraine. No. I like how this I like how this YouTube video is just called Ukrainian Music 2020. I mean, that's mad Ukrainian, dog. I'm just saying, if that's what's in the Ukraine, I get what Putin's going after. Yeah, that's why he's getting in there. So God bless him. There's been all these things, and I've been like weirded out by the whole thing. So since we were doing this last week, the, the predictions of when Russia would invade the Ukraine have been like, could be 3 p.m. tomorrow. And I'm like, how the fuck could you know that? Boris Johnson said some shit where he's just like, um, Vladimir Putin has the plan to launch... The biggest war since 1945 in Europe. Wow. Now, not hard. There hasn't been a lot of wars in Europe since 1945. Yeah, right. Um, it's like being like, yo, this would be our biggest civil war since the last one. Dude, this is going to be our biggest civil war in 100 years. <laughs> like, well, what about the war between Wendy's and Burger King? This is bigger. <laughs> the Cola Wars? Yeah, yeah. Bigger. What about the rivalry between the Red Sox and the Yankees? Bigger. Macy's and Gimbals. Remember the Subway series? Bigger. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just, but it's just like the, some of these predictions. But here's what's crazy is I find out, I'm like, how do they even fucking know this? Apparently, there's just so many satellites in space now that like regular people, The Economist has this article called A New Era of Transparent Warfare Beckons. Um, so that's why you know all of these Russian movements in real time is because literally like people who are hobbyists could just log on to random satellite websites and just not, not Google earth, but like other shit and just see tanks moving around the border of the Ukraine. So it does kind of make sense. And at, then as of today, so basically what happened is there are two, um, there are two separatist regions in the Ukraine, essentially. Um, one of them is Donetsk, which is, I think, how you pronounce that? Dog, Do they're going for the donuts? Dude, they're going right for the donuts, man. Jelly-filled. Yeah, it's going to be a whole fucking problem. You can turn off my Ukrainian music. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, you could turn it off also. Yeah, sure. This is actually pretty good. Dude, if they just played this, I think that would so solve some of the tensions. Because I, I feel a lot more relaxed with that Ukrainian music. Dude, on. with this fucking hot broad chilling in a jungle that's also clearly in the Ukraine. Dude, let me see that Ukrainian jungle real quick. Right? Dude, that jungle is in the Ukraine, That's dude. mad Ukrainian. Dude, those are evergreens. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, apparently there's some tanks in Donetsk. Um, and there's two separate... So basically, uh, Putin pulled a he kind of pulled a weird Lithuania move. We talked about Lithuania a while back where they just like endorsed Taiwan. Uh-huh. Putin was just like, yeah, those, uh, we won't be in the Ukraine, but this isn't really the Ukraine. <laughs> those, these people don't want to be part of the Ukraine. So we're just gonna, so he just has been sending them tanks and arms. And now he all brought day. his own tanks in. Yeah. Because there's already rebels there that are fighting the Ukrainian government because they want to be separate from the Ukraine. They want to be their own countries, these two regions. 
Wait, the two regions that are fighting with uh... with Ukraine, they just want to be di- they want to be separate. So, like, I think uh, Putin's been backing up the rebels there anyway because the Ukrainian government is a little too buddy buddy with NATO. Okay. Well, yeah, isn't that the whole reason that the Ukraine, like that that uh, that fucking Putin's pissed at the Ukraine, is because the Ukraine's about to let NATO missiles on Russia's doorstep? Um, I mean, that seems to be a big part of it. It seems to be a lot, a big problem with the blustering of our country. It's just, and that's another thing that like it still kind of is bugging me, and I've been arguing with people about, like, if, if you got Germany and France. Going, hey, uh, uh, calm the fuck down to the Biden administration. You guys are being a little too fucking... Because, like, Biden has literally been like, well, now we have to go to war. And it's just like, I don't think that's a good idea. You're just justifying the military budget you just increased. And you're fucking paying back Raytheon and fucking Lockheed Martin and all these other jerk-offs for fucking killing their fucking shit in Afghanistan. You knocked their goddamn hustle, and they're fucking pissy with you now. And you're being a fucking cunt. Like... And it's just, I don't really, I'm, I've am i always been against interventionist U.S. foreign policy. It always creates blowback in the form of some sort of rebel group that then gets power. You know, like Saddam Hussein or Gaddafi or, or, Saddam, or, or Osama bin Laden or any number of other motherfucking proxy wars we fucking had. It's fucking nonsense and we really shouldn't be doing it. Like... Just like if Russia's fucked, if Germany just says, "Hey, we're not doing that pipeline with you guys," there, there's so For many. Real? Yeah, like their fucking economy is dog shit, but you can't make fucking Putin look weak because he's a fucking autocrat, and he can't look weak in front of his people, especially Russian people. Have you ever drank with Russian people? If you look weak for even a second, they will hit you in the face with a stoli bottle every time. Every fucking time, and that's the girls. <laughs> Even a little weak? Dude, my chick, Russian. You know how many stab wounds I have? Hmm. It's crazy. You don't want to deal with that shit. These people are nuts. They're eating fucking dry fish and potatoes. That's all they got. Cabbage sometimes. Borscht? Vodka. Yeah, they have vodka. But if you're eating borscht all the time, it just looks like blood. They're a bloodthirsty people. Borscht is basically the serum that Blade drank to not have to drink regular blood. That's what borscht is. Hmm. They're just trying to exist in a civilized society. You don't want to fuck with these people. It's not a good idea. So they can still feel like they're drinking the blood of their enemies. Exactly. Okay. So he's just recognizing the independence of pro-Russian territories. Um, exactly. Which are you're allowed to do in a civil war, no? Um, I... France was fucking, or somebody, I think England was helping fund the fucking uh, rebel scum during the, our civil war. What's the difference? Yeah, France, this, this was France that was, uh, they, that were loading, yeah, but I mean, this is over 100 years ago. This is post, this is, anything post-World War II gets a little dicier, but it's like, people are like, I literally had somebody say to me, you can't just be invading other countries and shit. People have to, they have, we have to do something, and I'm like, A, we don't. B, if you just look up all the invasions that have happened in the last 20 years, First of all, Russia also invaded Georgia. We didn't do anything. And that's right in this country. Wait, Russia invaded Savannah? Yep. They're in Atlanta? Dude, it was like uh, the remake of Superfly, but it was uh, 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 also the remake of Red Dawn. It was really weird. It was like attack the block, but with Russians instead of aliens. So it's like, you know, it come down, it's like Ludacris and... uh, T.I. All those guys. 
I'm trying to think who, who they had that they had to hold down Magic City. That was their Alamo. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. It's fucking nothing but stacks of ones and fucking. That's what they used to. Yeah. Instead of sandbags to hold mm-hmm. the trench down. Yeah. Just stack. That makes sense. Stacks of singles. Yeah. And fake ass cheeks. Right. I mean, those up on there. That's the thing is Russia doesn't have fake ass cheeks. You know what I mean? So they don't know. They don't have fake ass cheek piercing rounds. Ah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's gonna think about? Yeah. Who's gonna think of that? It's true. Right. They wouldn't need to. Yeah. You know they like their they like their women with smaller asses out there. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Now there's a uh, in Luhansk and Donetsk. Uh. uh there's uh, there's multiple there, there's there's armies and tanks and he's he's, he's recognized them. Now, um, the, to be fair, uh, the UN and NATO and all these people were like, "Hey, if you endorse these guys, uh, uh, we're gonna uh, uh, be mad, and that's gonna be seen as an act of aggression." So, but then he has like a parliamentary proceeding in Russia where all of like I guess the whatever the equivalent of senators in Russia were just like, "Dude, we totally think you should do this, bro," and he's like, "Well, I guess I have to now." It's like. Something tells me uh, those guys all got letters telling you that you have to do this, and you're just making it seem like... Like, think about it this way. Uh, Putin's the president, right? right? What's the name of the prime minister of fucking Russia? Mivyedov? Is it Mivyedov? Because that was it, and I'm pretty sure Putin had that guy killed, and they just never refilled that position. Is that true? I don't know. Look up who is the prime minister of fucking... Russia, because I don't know. I just know whoever. I know uh, that Putin stepped into a different position at one point. Yeah, Mishustin is oh, the prime minister yeah. since 2020. So there you go. What happened to the other guy? Uh, I don't know. Let's see who preceded him. Um, prece- uh, precursor, chairman of the camp. No. Uh, hmm. It doesn't say. Yep. He's gotten a Wikipedia too, Putin. Hmm. Oh, here you go. Okay. Yeah, Mivyedov, that guy. He's dead. I probably not. I don't know. Putin stays killing people, though. He does stay killing people. Is he alive? Yeah, it seems like he's alive. All right, good. Good. Thank God. Yeah, but I know he. So, like, is he the one who was the guy where it was like he? There was a. Uh, he's like essentially a puppet. Putin was the president for a while, and then they said you can't be the president anymore. So, so he you said, can't okay. be the prime minister anymore. So he became the president. And then this guy's the prime minister, but then the prime minister had less power all of a sudden. I thought it was the other way around. No, because Putin's currently the president. Right, but he was the president. Then he retired from being the president to become the prime minister. But when he did that, all the president's powers essentially shifted to the prime minister. But then why is he the president again? Because he got tired of being the prime minister and wanted to be the president again. He liked the office better. He was like, hey, I think I would rather be in here. I think so. He's just uh, he's just uh, <laughs> Sam Rothstein. He's like, next thing he's going to be the food and beverage director. He's just going to have his own show smoking a cigarette. That's actually going to be sick, dude. When Putin is the food and beverage director of all of Russia, and he's still <laughs> dude, showing UN, up on fucking primetime cable UN's every gonna, night. The UN's going to put so many sanctions on Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he's got a fucking he's got to step down but then he's just yeah he's the food and beverage administration and he's just on TV going who's the who's the head of the UN right now who's the uh, who's the chairman of the UN is it still Kofi Annan he'd be like Mr. Annan I offered to meet you for debate bro Antonio Gutierrez Gutierrez that's that, guy, that guy sounds cool as fuck yeah he's alright let me see alright let's see why who he does look pretty chill yeah dude 
Oh, that guy seems like he would be cool as fuck. With oh, I know that's Secretary General. I don't know who the. I think the Secretary. That's the head honcho. Antonio Gutierrez. Secretary General of the United Nations is the head honcho, I believe. No. Uh, ooh, former minister of Portugal. Oh, so oh UN Secretary General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the head honcho. That's the guy. Damn, that guy kind of rules. Hell yeah. Look at him. Big fat fuck. He kind of looks like Yeltsin. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're learning a lot about geopolitics today, Mike. You know what? I just think it's one of, I think it's fucking radical. I think it's fucking super radical. Right, that Putin can just be like, "All right, we won't invade Ukraine. This no more yeah, Ukraine." Yeah, it's pretty. Pr- yeah, this is, but this is not Ukraine. This no more Ukraine. I have new risk boards. Say otherwise. This is yeah. It's Come new. Twenty twenty two version only available in Russia. You don't know is um, I make I have cartographer. You you do you think I don't have cartographer? I make my own map. Fuck you. Ooh, that's actually interesting. Where does what is risk uh? place Taiwan as do they is it a separate nation or is it part I mean it, I think the board of risk takes place far enough back that I believe that's probably all China they have to have a current board of risk modern risk yeah is there okay is there modern risk and do they recognize Taiwan mm. that's fun so I don't know how, where this is going to go I don't think it's a good I don't think this is good you don't think it's good that Russia is uh, invading the Ukraine? Hot take, Chris. Hot yeah. take. Yeah, I don't think it's good, Mike. I don't think it's. I don't think it's good. Good thing he's not invading the Ukraine. It's just uh, these two other countries. Right. And you know, I'm kind of glad to have two more countries in the world to learn about. You know what I mean? It is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So Ukraine's fucked. Um. And there's a good chance we're gonna have a proxy war of there in these uh, in these two regions. They're gonna be pretty war torn, and uh, I'm sure 20 years from now, uh, the children uh, who have to grow up in this war zone will probably bomb some of our buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all checks out. Yeah, yeah. It seems to. We gotta make enemies for our grandkids. Yeah, exactly. We can't have them go without enemies. They're gonna need something to do. I also saw something. Uh, there was something I read where they were saying. That the the um, I I don't want to tell you about this. Paul keeps opening the fucking door for some reason. Uh, Paul, Paul, you want to explain yourself? Paul, do you want to tell Faga why you keep opening the door? Uh, I'm working. Okay, Paul's working. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, uh. Yeah, I lost my train of thought on the Ukraine. Uh, oh, the enemies of our children, right? right. Yeah, 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 we need to give them something to do. They're going to be bored. <coughs> yeah, they're, we, we're going to need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyclical tracking, terrorism. I, I guess I'm done now. Moving on. Oh, let's talk about something else. You sent me something about a uh, Oklahoma congresswoman. Wait, don't we have to? Oh, yes. Before we get into that, uh, uh, you know what will help you? Ease the stress of knowing that a world war is coming. What's that? Delta 8 THC, Mike. That's what'll help you calm the fuck down and ease into uh, your day with YoDelta.com. Uh, they find they have uh, fine, high-quality vape products, gummies, all sorts of shit. If you go to YoDelta.com, use the promo code GAS, you will get 25% off your order. Uh, and here's the thing. You're going to need to de-stress, but in some places, marijuana, Delta 9 THC, is illegal. And that's pretty stressful. And Yeah, 
But in those places, in a lot of them, Delta 8 THC is legal. So that calms you down. Now you're already calm and you're getting high. Go to, Del- uh, go to YoDelta.com, use the promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. That's YoDelta.com, and the promo code is GAS for 25% off your order. Moving on. Mike, let's talk about Abby Broyles, the Oklahoma congresswoman, who uh, you sent me an article about. Uh, apparently, uh, what she, no, she's running for Congress. And... Uh, what is this? She uh, uh, showed up to a children's slumber party and uh, uh, started cursing at the children and getting drunk. So apparently, uh-huh. uh, Abby Boyles, Oklahoma, drank and swore at children at her friend's home. She said she had mixed wine with medication and had no memory of the night. Mm. She's a Democratic Congress, uh, Democratic candidate for Congress in Oklahoma. Uh, she apologized in a television interview on Friday after parents complained that she drank and verbally abused... She allegedly said one girl was an acne fucker. <laughs> she called another girl a Hispanic fucker. And then she said to one girl, you judgy fucker. That's, can we just watch some of her actual, like her actual YouTube videos? I want to watch some of her campaign you ads. Want to get the, you want to get the cadence for how she's calling Yes, I would like fuckers. to know how she got drunk. Oh, here's, here's, Broyles also allegedly vomited into a laundry basket as well as a girl's shoe, according to the report. Had she not been at a party in 10 years? Let's see if I can find the... I want to see if I can, fi- I want to see if I can find her actual... Yeah, see if you can find her actual YouTube page. Um, is that it? No, that's not it. Oh, you're just listening to more Ukrainian music? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, all right, let's see. No. Um. All right, let's just try Abby Broyles YouTube. Oh, here we go. No, this is another video. Everything's about the controversy. Literally, everything is just about this. Okay, here is her. On the original article you sent me, you can just pull up her YouTube page. Okay. Well, here's here's what I have. Uh-huh. Uh Just put campaign ad into YouTube. Campaign ad. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Way less hot than I thought. Hey, she you was bald be. fucker! To be honest, no. I wanted to be a journalist. I went to law school, and uh, running for office was never in my plan. But like so many people, um, I decided to get in the game because you thought she was gonna be hotter. She was definitely hotter in high school. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's why she didn't start taking life seriously until 43 when she decided to run for politics uh, while mixing wine and medication. Yeah, she was like, I don't know. I like figured I'd be like a journalist or something when I was a kid. Like, I don't just, you know, and just like all these fuckers like kind of kept me from doing it. Like, I wrote five of my six syndicated column submissions, but like I didn't get the sixth one in. I was like, the first five is fucking good. All right. I don't really need to write a sixth one. It's fine. Yeah. All right, you fucking ball fucker. Did I get it? Did you get it done? Yeah, you all right, you tie-wearing fucker? Yeah. You judgy fucker. Dude, imagine, like, just 16-year-old girls, and you're just hammered. Like, how does that even, like, what, did she was she doing outreach f- to the youth? She just got had to get on their level, so she got blackout drunk on 99 bananas? <laughs> just fucking, uh, yeah, some, uh, some, some rumplements. Yeah. She's like, I still get the good four locos. They're not illegal if you're running for Congress. <laughs> Bro, here we go. Oh, here's it. Her. She's waking up. I wake up at 5 a.m. 
This is like that fucking Chuck Schumacher thing we watched last year. Yep, Chuck Schumacher. Isn't that him? Yep. What the fuck? What did I say wrong? Schumer. Whatever. Hold on, wait. Go back. We did see a picture of her looking hot in high school. Right? Pull it back. Whoa. Whoa. She's like Britney, Britney Spears, Spears, dude. Oof. Jesus. Dude, no wonder, yo. If you used to look like Britney Spears in high school, now you you're just running... assume you could be you could just assume you could be in Congress. Yeah, now you look like this. Right? Oh, she was a journalist. Yeah. She's a fucking news reporter. Oh, dude. She was fucking, yo, she was hot as shit. And Which just means she's, the- dude, she was a field reporter. She's just untalented Britney Spears. Yeah. They were like, yeah, just get out there and look pretty on camera while you tell people about the fucking bunny race that's happening this weekend. And then, uh, you know, she stopped being hot and she had to go do this. So, of course, she's mixing wine and pills. Dude, she just she just keyed up. Like, she just pulled an umbrella out and put it on one of those kids' power wheels. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. She used this guy, who I'm pretty sure just brought a snowball into Congress to prove that global warming isn't real. Who, by the way, he's got my vote. This guy rules. Dude, what was the name of the congressman who was worried that an island might capsize if they built a military base on it? Uh, I don't know. That's dumb. I once thought the moon would be too heavy if we put a military base on it. Yeah, that's pretty dumb, too. <laughs> I'm like, that would fuck up our, our gravity or like the t- pull of the tides. <laughs> she's just still running. Oh, she's running against the snowball guy? Yeah, she's, run- she's literally, she's letting you know she's running a campaign. Ugh. Is there any. Wait. She also just did the stop running and turn back right back around Forrest Gump move. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Really well, not a well thought out. The only thing that she knew is like make sure they know I was hot in high school. She yeah. was like, definitely put that hot ass photo in there from high school. Mm. You stupid fucker! You campaign fucker! Uh, fucking yeah, you, uh, you, you. As she's like, as she's jogging, you fucking filming fucker. You fuck, you fuck. What are you filming me, fucker? What are you looking at my ass? You mm. judgy fucker. I fucking love it. It's pretty sad. You know what? I would smash. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. If she's around and she wants to fuck. I would fuck her. Um, what are some of the other things? Uh, hold on. Wait a second. I saw the tweets. I've been out of town on a fundraiser on a fundraising trip, and they are awful and offensive and false. I mean, I get trolled on Twitter all the time, but I don't know these women, and I don't know what is behind this. But it's just not true. This has to be real. What do you mean? They said that she's saying that the twelve and thirteen year old girls' mothers were using the allegations as a political attack against her. I'm running for office. You don't think this is a political attack? You don't think this is something they cooked up? What? Yeah, like. Didn't she apologize dude, for saying the things? Dude, when we were talking about compulsive lying a little while ago, did we not say that that is the ultimate move is to be like, you can't prove that. It just immediately proves that she's fucking lying. Did you film me? Did you film it? Yeah. And probably not. Yeah. Uh, I'm a politician. People want to get at me. Like, what a crazy thing. Why would they say that? Like... Because here's the thing. It's like it's too specific. They wouldn't say uh, Hispanic fucker. They would have said a slur. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have said fucker that many times. Acne fucker? If you're making it up, yeah, yeah. You would have gotten way more creative. Yeah, like if you were making it up, you would have been like... Seems like the swearing of a field reporter, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. It's 
copy. You know, not smart enough to write their own copy. She's not exactly a house reporter, if yeah. you know what I mean. Moving on. Mike. <laughs> it's the best joke I've ever made. I'm standing by, you dickhead. <laughs> Speaking of dickheads, I want to tell you about an online pharmacy where you can get chewable tablets that'll make your dickhead engorged with blood. That's bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E, chew.com. And bluechew's chewable tablets have the same ingredients as Viagra or Cialis. That's right, and they're chewable, which means when you chew it up, you could enter your bloodstream faster because you have more surface area on the thing. It's not just swallowing a thing and then waiting for the acids to uh, to break the whole thing down. No. And BlueChew.com has a quick online process. It's very streamlined. It takes a couple of minutes. And then what they do is they send you a first month, which you will not have to pay for. If you use the promo code GOON at checkout, you go to BlueChew.com, use the promo code GOON, you're going to get your first month Free of charge. They will charge you $5 for shipping, but here's the thing. They send that in discreet packaging. Discretion comes at a price. $5. That's it. That's all you're going to pay is $5 for that discreet package shipped to your house loaded with chewable tablets from BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. That promo code, one more time, is GOON at checkout, and you will get that first month free just paying your shipping and handling. Moving on. Mike. Yes, sir. Did you know that the new mayor, Eric Adams, unveiled a new safety plan for the subways? There's a new safety plan for the yes, subways? Yes, there is. Apparently, it, it involves 30 interconnected agencies and a lot of other flowery rhetoric. What? And within 24 hours of announcing it, six people were stabbed <laughs> on the subway. Yay! When did this plan go into effect? Uh, 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 just a few days ago. Wait, 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 wait. So the plan, I, I thought for sure you were going to say, like, oh, it starts, like, tomorrow or something. No, 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 no. No, they, they started the plan. They started the plan. And then immediately. Six people were stabbed. To be fair, though, those people were stuck on the subway <laughs> due to signal box delays. So they didn't hear about the new safety plan involving all sorts of new agencies. Here's the thing about the stabbings on the subways, Mike. Uh, do you think they're caused by the homeless? I don't think so. What do you think they're caused by? Not the homeless, just angry people on the subways. Why do angry people on the subways just have knives? Like, it makes sense for the homeless to have knives. I have a knife. Yeah, but you're I'm angry. often angry. Yeah. Okay. I've okay. been riding my bike a lot. That's why there's only six people who were stabbed on the subway last week. Okay. I've been stabbing people on the subway, Mike. You can't prove otherwise. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, That'd be sick if fucking uh, you know like your uh, you know like DJ Khaled has the like uh, you know like uh, uh, we the best. If you just had like allegedly, that's true. We should get that as a drop. It'd be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, so this is uh, one of their um, one of their things is they're gonna send social workers to nine one one calls in the subway instead of the police um, for nonviolent mental health crises. Now, I have a feeling this is going to lead to several mental health professionals being stabbed in the subway. Why? Um, well, because you don't know somebody is potentially violent until you approach them and say, hey, 
I'm a mental health professional and I work for the police, but I don't have a gun. I have a feeling, at the very least, you know what? Some of those guys got some real long toenails and they might just start kicking. They're just looking at him like, I'm good stabbing fodder. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wait a second, you're a cop, but you don't have a gun. Well, I'm not a cop, but I work for the cops. That sounds like you're a filthy pig. Stab, 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 stab. Oh, look, white meat. Oh, look at that. Delicious. Um, yeah, I've been getting uh, I've been getting texts constantly from about, Alex's mom. About not taking the about subway? About not taking the subway, because she's terrified now. Why is she terrified? If I mean, I, I I imagine she would assume her daughter could do better once you get stabbed to death on the subway. You know, that's what I would think, but yeah. apparently... Alex isn't that much of a catch. Fair enough. It's what I'm finding out. Mm. Her mom seems to want to keep me around. So, you know, she's mad nervous about it. And I feel like it's, I, I feel How like. How often do you take the subway? I don't, right? But it's like, I just think it's one of those things, right? Where it's like a Fox News type of story. They're going to keep hammering over and over again to keep the narrative out there that New York is a cesspool that's fallen into, you know, the grips of hell and sodomites. Stabo nights. Stab o nine. Yeah. I just think it's pretty funny that within one day of announcing, it's just, you got to love when things just work out of that. Six people stabbed overnight, which not, certainly not a record. I think Eric Adams did make the point that like in the 80s, there used to be like 2,200 murders in New York. And now there's like, they're like, hey, it's crazy how many murders are in New York, but still like 400. Which is way less than when I was a kid living in New York, in a neighborhood where people got murdered. Um, yeah, but like, you know, you say like, uh, it's weird, right? So like, like Will Chamberlain, right, uh, has the record for a basketball game. He's got 100 points. Nobody's uh, ever scored 100 points in a basketball game before or after. Nobody probably ever will, right? Because okay. the game was played a different way back then, okay. right? If you were a guy like Will Chamberlain, you were just bigger than everybody. There was no... Whatever, you could just bang it inside and just keep dunking the ball every time, right? Okay. <laughs> Point I'm making. You're is, saying that knives were better? I'm not saying the knives were better. I'm saying it was a different era. You can't compare stats from a fucking, you know? Like, no, it, yeah, it's obviously it's an increase, a percentage right. increase. So like when Kobe went for 80, mm-hmm. right? Like so six like six stabbings in 2022, mm-hmm. right? Versus like let's say the record is eight in fucking, you know, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a point in New York where there was two dozen stabbings in a day. Strictly subway stabbings? Maybe not strictly subway stabbings. So if Adams is like, oh, this isn't even the high water mark, it's like, all right, so what? The high water mark came when fucking, you know, there was there was an average of six a day. You know what I it mean? Also, it also, the headline on this article that I pulled up is at least six NYC subway stabbings reported since the mayor unveiled new safety plan uh, Friday. So... On Saturday afternoon, around 2.50, an unknown male points a 20-year-old female victim in the back while she was on northbound platform. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, there's just, and then it's just two men attempted to remove property from a male victim. I mean, see, that's that doesn't seem like homeless people. That's a robbery. That's just a robbery. I think there's just more robberies happening. Uh, male victim getting slashed in the arm. That Some sounds like a homeless. are getting desperate. That sounds like a homeless. Sure, but like people are getting desperate to the point where they need to be pulling off robberies on the subway to avoid homelessness. Mm-hmm. Still hmm. kind of a homelessness. You know what I mean? Still like the same. I still don't understand. I always assume that the the robberies went down in the city 
uh, mostly because there's no money in street crime anymore. It's fair. Like, what are you really getting? A phone that'll be bricked in an hour? Yeah, I mean, that's really what you got, you know. Like, you got a phone, maybe a little cash. I mean, in ideally... Just, Possibly a watch. Yeah, the watch. The watch is the only thing of value anymore. But how many people are really rocking that expensive of a watch? I mean, if you're going to pick a city, New York's the one to do it. Yeah, but it's not going to be happening in, let's see, where the, the, these are all the Bronx. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, you'd be trying to take a guy's Yankee ring. That's true. Right? If he's got a fucking Yankee championship ring, a lot yeah. of guys in the Bronx got those. That's true. A lot of guys in the Bronx have uh, World Series championship rings. Tell they, me Johnny doesn't. I bet Johnny, if he doesn't have one, he's at least been approached in a bar about buying one. Yeah, I'm sure people sell fake World Series championships. No, 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 no. People who are on World Series teams, like the fucking janitor gets a World Series ring, right? And That's it's like not true. Yes, he, yes, they do. The fucking custodial staff, if you're part of that team all year, you show up and fucking do your job sweeping the floors. Your team wins the title, you get a fucking rank. 100% you do. You need to pull that up. Okay. There's no way that's true. Because Johnny was a uh, security guard for years while the Yankees were winning championships. Um, The entire, the custodial staff. Yes. It's bullshit. Okay. Well, this is pissing me off because this was. I hope like, somebody stabs you on the subway because of this. I think this is this is real. This is a real thing. What? Let me see. Uh, Where did you hear this? This would be way okay. more common knowledge. Do you know how many fucking old men in bars would have said that to me by this point in my life if that was real? Uh, no, it's for sure real. Let me see. I can't. I guess I can't prove it's otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, do custodians of champions get... Okay. Practice squad gets Super Bowl rings. Uh, All right. We'll edit this part out of the highlight clip. I really like that stabbing breakup until now. No, I, I, I truly do... Sta- do water boys get Super Bowl rings? Yes. Okay. Okay. Front office staff, coaches, owners. Okay. I'm pretty sure the janitors do. Nope. What? Yeah, fucking Paul says they do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone on the team gets a ring. Janitor's not on the team, bud. But he works for the team. All right, this has nothing to do with stabbings on the subway, Mike. Okay, fine. I'll keep it moving. All right, moving on. Jesus Christ. Can we do plugs? What do you got to plug, Mike? Uh, I just got to plug Broken Comedy Club and get out of here. Oh, we have to leave? Yeah, kind of. Why? Because I got people outside waiting for me. I got like one or two things I want to talk about here. Can I talk about one or two things? You can talk. I All right. I told them one more segment. You, you, you want, you, can we do one and save one for next week? Yes. We can do one and save one for next week. All right. Fine. Moving on. Um, I just saw that this came into my fucking Twitter timeline. Uh, uh, it was a promoted tweet from Johnson & Johnson uh, where... Uh, Johnson Johnson has been honored as the number one Fortune magazine world's most admired uh, uh, pharmaceutical industry list for the ninth year in a row. And they were number one? Apparently, most admired fucking uh, pharmaceutical company. Um, now, <sighs> I then went to the office of the Oklahoma Attorney General and I uh, pulled up a list of all the things uh, Johnson & Johnson has been accused of doing in the opioid crisis in Oklahoma. Okay. 
Because I don't like the idea that these fucking pharmaceutical companies get to, because they made a vaccine that barely fucking works, gets to get off on all this, all the fucking misery they called the last few years. And let's not forget the fact that uh, uh, Johnson & Johnson, uh, number one uh, maker of acetaminophen, which was the leading cause of poisoning in this country, which was only brought to light during the opioid epidemic. Well... I mean, come on, dude. You can't get mad at the people who are making the diabetes needles for heroin overdoses. That's crazy. I'm just... They also did their best to hide it. Um, but he, let, let, let's listen to this. Uh, according to the Oklahoma Attorney General. Johnson & Johnson created a mutant strain of poppy in 1994 that allowed to, to manufacture and supply massive amounts of opioids for years. Johnson & Johnson supplied more than 60% of all active ingredients for opioid manufacturers sold in the United States. Okay, that's more than heroin needles. Yes. Uh, uh, Johnson & Johnson created the strain specifically in anticipation of potential future demand for oxycodone. Purdue Pharma said its biggest barrier to success was getting enough supply of oxycodone. Johnson & Johnson met with Purdue for years to discuss Purdue's supply needs. Johnson & Johnson told Purdue they would meet all of its needs if Purdue would sign in a long-term supply agreement. That agreement was signed by both parties. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> what about the... Did you? No, no, no. Hold on. That's just one. I kind of admire them. <laughs> I kind of... They got in on the dope game from fucking not no only baby that, tears. Not only that, they started the supply chain. They they created listen listen to what I'm saying. They went Henry Ford on the dope game. Johnson and Johnson created a mutant strain of poppy. Mm -hmm. They went little shop of horrors on the dope game. I I admire the fuck out of them. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Now, let's listen here. Some more of the uh, accusations against Johnson & Johnson from Oklahoma's attorney general. Johnson & Johnson then went on a decade-and-a-half-long campaign to market all opioids, not just their brands. Because if you get hooked on someone else's dope, they got to get their dope to make your dope. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't give a fuck if you're buying blue tops or red tops. I got the pure. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the stamp says. You're buying dope. Johnson and Johnson. Probably another guy named Johnson in there. Uh, between 2000 and 2011, Johnson and Johnson sale representative targeted Oklahoma doctors nearly 150,000 times and marketed their own synthetic opioids such as fentanyl, tarpentadol, and tram tramadol for use as broadly as possible. Fentanyl. Is a Johnson and Johnson product originally, okay. because you need a mutant product, you need a mutant poppy, to make some sort of fucking opioid that you have to squeeze the goo out of a patch to get high on. So I admire you, Johnson and Johnson. We're profiling you this week, dude. I mean, as look, one of my most admired companies, not just Fortunes. If they didn't make fentanyl, how would we ever be able to microdose fentanyl to make? To get our immunity to fentanyl up. That's true. I need to. I take my fentanyl every morning with my multivitamin. I take vitamin D, magnesium. I take a Centrum. And I take just a little bit of fentanyl every morning to get my tolerance up so that I am better prepared to do fentanyl uh, throughout my day. Moving on. Wait, hold on. Are we really not going to talk about the baby powder? Lawsuit that they got last year? I don't even know about this, Mike. Yeah, dog, they had to fucking settle out of court for fucking Johnson. Were they putting cocaine in the baby powder? No, it was just fucking cancer. 
Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, they were giving babies cancer. Pull this up. I don't even know about this. I just pulled this up because I was more concerned with the opioid thing. Oh, no. It was ovarian cancer. Okay. Uh, bankruptcy maneuver blocks baby. Uh, okay. I mean, it's pretty serious Lawsuits. if you're giving babies ovarian cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty rough. Yeah, dude. They're going to have no chance to have no babies of their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there is, yeah, there's multiple class action lawsuits about uh, the talc. Okay. There's the nothing largest... carcinogenic about talc. Okay. Uh, so uh, a snort a line of talc every morning. $4.7 billion uh, uh, judgment awarded in July 2018 to 22 women who say Johnson Johnson talc products led to their ovarian cancer. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking. Great year Christ. for them. Now, they settled out of court on that, right? Uh, probably. No wonder they're so admired. Well, you said it was a settlement, right? So they settled out of court. I admired the shit out of that. Yes, sir. But let's not let this get to light, ladies. Look, you got some scrambled eggs there? Here's a little bacon. Add a little sizzle to that. Uh, mounting costs more than $4 billion in settlements, verdicts, and defense costs. Yep. Uh, yep. I admire the shit out of these uh, cancer, uh, ovarian cancer-giving, death-dealing sons of bitches. Shout out to Johnson & Johnson, the most admired company. Thanks, Fortune Magazine. Moving on. All right, Mike, we're wrapped up. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I got to get going. You got to plug anything else? Uh, just check out a show at Brooklyn Comedy Club. Uh, check out Believe in Me and Stick and Portly, available on Gas Digital Network. New episode just released uh, just a minute ago. Cool. And uh, I'm uh, Chris from BKLYN, Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you come out uh, this Friday, February uh, 25th, to see me, Robbie Bernstein, and Andy Malfarina in New Hampshire, you can get a ticket link on my Twitter page, at Chris from BKLYN. Come through, hang out. We're doing 20 minutes each of stand-up, and then we're doing a live podcast. It's all one ticket price, $15. It's BYOB. It's going to be a great show, very fun. Come through. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me.
the next little girl I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you 